Welcome to the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I am Allison Katzkowski, your host. Thank you so much for tuning in to check out exactly what we're talking about. Self-care means so many things to people. It's one of the reasons I decided to start this show. And you'll hear self-care discussed from a number of different angles in this space. I am grateful to have you with me, and I hope you get a lot out of what I'm going to share with you today. Hey there, it's Allison Katzkowski, your host of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. Thank you so much for joining me. So... I'm going to go, I'm going to do something a little different over the next couple of weeks. I am going to, today is the first of a two-part series. This is something that I just recently became inspired to really talk about. And if you've been following me for a while, you know that I'm pretty open and direct about what I think is right and what I think isn't. And look, it's, when it comes down to it, we all have to make our, the best decisions for ourselves when it comes to how we do us, Right from our day-to-day practices to how we decide to show up to what we choose to think and believe. This is all really open to interpretation um, because everybody's different. And depending on where you are in your stage of life, depending on what you think today and what you believe today about you, about your future, about what's possible, this will all dictate what you see and as a result, what actions you take. So I thought I've been doing a lot of reading over the summer, and I, I've i been following also a really interesting devotional read online. If you're not familiar with the practice, depending on what your spiritual views are, I highly recommend that you follow them. Um, they're based out of Australia, and it's a cool app that you can download on your, onto your phone, and I think it's $10 for the whole year. And so over the last month, I've been following a series by one of the authors about what does it mean to live an authentic life? Now, let me just preface that by saying, you know, I think we we all have our own interpretation as to what authentic means, right? We tend to think of authentic meaning um, something that is truly original, right? Something that aligns with who we are, something that really resonates with us, something that is you know, as original as we are, right? So what I want to suggest and and just invite you to be open to, because over the next two weeks, what I'm going to do is take you through. And if you follow me in social media, you'll be, you'll see, you'll be seeing me write a lot about this. If you're on my email list, you'll probably get some of this in your email inbox as well. And if you're not on my email list, please go to my site at www.theallisonk.com. This is our brand new website. It's only been live for about a month. And if you haven't had a chance to see it yet, it looks amazing. It's really speaks to the rebranding that I've done and the changes that I've made in my business and the direction that I'm feeling called to serve. And I would really invite you to go and take a look at that. And if you're not on my email list to go ahead and send me a note and say, hey, add me. Or I also have a free gift on there too. If you're interested at some point in doing events and retreats, I've, I've put together what I think is a pretty amazing free gift. It's a like a mini playbook. It's about 20 pages. And it's a lot of what I've learned over the last five or six years since I started doing retreats. Um, and some of you that follow me have been on retreat with me before. So you're somewhat familiar with my process. But it it's a process that keeps evolving and changing, just like we do, right, on our day-to-day life. So what I'm going to do over the next couple of weeks is give you a little bit of an inside look at what I believe are my five practices that I do on a day-to-day basis and a regular basis. Some of them, quite frankly, I'll be honest, it's not so much a daily practice, but it is part of the bigger picture view. 
as to how I live an authentic life, an authentic life that is aligned with who I am, with what I know, with where I'm going, and what I believe too, coming more in um, alignment, if you will, with the person that I'm really being called to become. Because here's the thing about it. You know, we're all put on this earth for a purpose. We're all put on this earth for a reason. And, you know, the, the great majority of people never really recognize their purpose, which is a real shame because life is so short, right? And if we've learned anything over the last two or three years is that it's just that, is that everything is, well, not everything, but life in general is short. I mean, our in-person experience, if you will, on this planet is short. But by and large, since we're all energetic beings, we're all put on this earth to accomplish something in our lives and to contribute something in our lives, right? And this is why I'm so passionate about what we do on retreat and why I think and what I've really noticed more and more um, is that so many people are so attuned to living life on repeat. It's almost like I'm going to date myself when I say this. Like you put a cassette tape in, right? Remember those for those of you that grew up in the 80s and the 90s? And you just hit simply, you go through a day and you just hit rewind and you do the same thing and you hit rewind again. And it's basically the same thing. And then we wonder why we get to a certain point in our life and nothing changes. You know, we're in the same place, we're doing the same things, and yet we know it and we feel it, but at the same time, we're not doing anything about it. It's like we've just kind of resolved ourselves to the fact that this is the way that it's going to be. And I just want to invite you into a different school of thought over the next couple of episodes with me to keep this, keep your channels open as to what you want to think about what this could look like for you. Because when you go on retreat with me, we do what I call a compass path. And if you, everybody's familiar with what a compass does, right? You think of a compass being something that directs you, right? When you're lost, you tend to think if you're out somewhere and you don't, you know, you get lost, for example, and GPS and navigation and cars today has done a lot for that concept in general. There's really very few instances where we don't have something to direct us, whether it's our devices, whether it's the navigation in our car, or some people use, literally use a directional device on their phone. You know, it could be a Google map. It could be, you know, just some type of navigation system. You know, it's just not very often anymore that we're actually going to use even a paper map, okay? Or we're going to go somewhere and align ourselves with the things that we see, right? The sites that we see, the people that we come in contact with, um, and those types of things. And so I really want to encourage you over the next couple of weeks just to keep your mind open to what I'm sharing with you, because I'm willing to bet that there are probably points on your own compass path that you probably haven't given a whole lot of thought to. And if you're wondering what's next for you, if you're wondering if the path you're on is going to take you to where you want to be, you know, regardless of where you are in your life, whether you're close to retirement, maybe you're already retired, maybe you're not sure what's next. Maybe you kind of feel like you're in a holding pattern, or maybe you're in between jobs, maybe you're an entrepreneur and you're kind of thinking, okay, what's my next venture, right? What's the next place on my path? Then I know that the next couple of weeks, well, I'm, it's not that I know it, I feel it too, that hopefully this is going to give you a little bit of insight into how to approach this. Because here's really the bottom line with all this, is that the way we show up is what we're going to get more of in the world, right? So what, where we show up, how we show up, the energy we're actually putting out, this is exactly what we're going to be getting back. 
So if we're wondering why nothing changes in our life, look at how you're showing up. Look at what you're thinking and believing. Look at what you're doing on a daily basis. And look at the energy that you're putting out. Because really what you're seeing in your life is a mirror image of all of that. You know, our, our brains have this unique mechanism in it. And then I'm going to get to my first two points today. So just stay with me. You know, our brain has this, um, I'll call it a filter almost. And if you you think of, if, if you are if you're spend a lot of time in the kitchen, or even if you don't, you're probably familiar with what a colander is, right? You put it in the sink or wherever, and you put your fruits or your vegetables or whatever it is you need to wash in it, right? And you rinse it off. And what filters through the colander is the water once it's kind of rinsed off what it is that's in there, right? So our brain has a filter called the reticular activating system. And it's basically think of it like this. It's a giant filter that's present in like the center of our brain. Okay. And so when we are locked into what we think about something, or we believe that we're not worthy of something, or we believe that no matter where we are in our life, maybe you're, you've tried, you know, millions of different you know, eating and workout plans and you're not getting the results that you want, or you wonder why you work so hard and you look at where you are in your life and you don't feel like you're any further along, right? Well, what's happening is, is that everything you see in your world is being filtered through your brain because your brain is very aware of where you are, what your history is, what you're thinking and believing, everything that's in your subconscious. Remember your subconscious brain actually controls the majority of the show in our lives, like 95%. That's where our limiting beliefs are. That's where all of the stories from our childhood are. That's where every bad experience we've had lives. And it's all there to remind us when we're looking at doing something different or we're looking at embarking on a new venture or taking a chance and doing something for ourselves. Our subconscious brain is there to remind us, hey, wait a minute, this is all new. You hadn't done this before. Remember what happened last time, right? So I just want you to keep that in mind um, that I'm not asking you to let go of everything that you know, because um, quite frankly, that's probably not going to happen with any of us. But what I am inviting you into is just perhaps being open to, to looking at it differently, especially if you're looking at what could be next for you for your life. What could be next along the path? What could be next for the next five or 10 years of your life, right? Um, you know, everybody that comes on retreat with me has some kind of story. You know, they feel like, well, I'm here and this is what I've done and I don't know why I'm here or I know this is what I want, but I can't seem to get there or I can't motivate myself enough to get there or, you know, I've tried all these things and nothing changes. And a lot of it, and that may seem like a fact to you at the time because that's just what you know. But it's it's existing in that way because you're choosing to think that way about it. And the first thing that we have to do is kind of is try to unwind some of that and sort of give you a new blueprint mantra, you know, plan, if you will, for how you approach your future. Because, you know, nothing changes if nothing changes. Right. So what I'm going to share with you over the next two weeks, these are five points that I really consider to be aligned on the path for me becoming who I'm feeling called to. And, you know, if you've been following me for a while or you know me or you work with me already, you know, I've been an entrepreneur for a long time. This is actually I'm actually in my 25th year now as an entrepreneur, which is really hard for me to believe. You know, I distinctly remember when I first started out, I remember, you know, not really knowing what was going to happen. I knew it was a huge leap of faith. I actually had lots of people close to me try to talk me out of it and told me I was crazy. 
that, you know, I had this amazing education. Why aren't I doing more with it? And look, I do a lot with my education almost every day. But at the same time, I knew that the jobs that I had done up until that point just were not fulfilling for me. I felt like there was so much more that I could be out there doing. And with that said, I told myself, all right, I'm going to try this for a while and I'm going to see. You know, I didn't have a grand plan. I didn't have everything written out. I didn't have, you know, steps perfectly executed. I didn't even have a business plan written, you know, and and I just said, I'm going to try this because this is a feeling that I have and I think I can make a go of this. And look, if you're in business, you know that there are seasons in business. There are seasons where everything goes right and there are seasons where nothing goes right. And so this is where being dialed in to what is you being the most authentic version of yourself is so key because it's easy to stay inspired and motivated when everything is going well, when everything is lining up, when the customers are showing up, when people are getting your clients and customers are getting results, you know, you feel like you're getting results in what you're doing and the energy is just flowing, right? This is where you might feel like, oh, out of the blue, this opportunity dropped in my lap or You know, I ran into somebody today I hadn't seen in years, and guess what? They've connected me to this or whatever. I've reconnected with an old flame. I've reconnected with an old friend. And all of that happens when we're in alignment, okay, with who we are becoming. So really, when it comes down to it and the way you live your life on a day-to-day basis, you should have points on that system that you follow so that you become more aligned to your purpose. Think of it every day as you're being called to the future. Every day we have an opportunity to be intentional and to stay grounded in that intention so that we move closer to who it is that we're feeling called to become. That doesn't mean you have to literally throw the book out the window and let go of the life that you know it. But in order for you to become who you are intended to be, you can't keep living life on repeat. You can't keep doing the same things you're not going to see anything any different. So I just really want to challenge you to look at that and be open to that as I share with you what I think are the the five points on my compass. And these are always up for interpretation, meaning that at any point in time, I'm dialing these in even more. Maybe what I'm finding with some of them as I move along month to month in my life, especially as I get older, is that I'm finding that some things just don't work as well for me anymore, right? But I'm not continuing to do the same things. Instead, I'm saying, all right, what else could work, right? Because that's just the way my brain works. I'm always thinking about what could be next rather than being afraid of what's next. Because I'm I'm here to tell you, staying where you are will cost you more in the long run, okay? It will. Not only financially will it cost you more, but mentally and emotionally, it's going to cost you everything to stay where you are. So I just want you to remember that, that... If you're thinking, yeah, right, that could work for you, but not for me, well, sorry, not sorry, but that's a bullshit thought. And I would really just invite you into thinking about that differently, that, you know, you can only go as far as where you're willing to challenge yourself to go. So, and it doesn't have to be anything super big or, you know, or grand or anything like that. It could be simple, small shifts every day in how you're choosing to live. Um, that's really what moves the needle forward um, in the long run, because every big goal is made of small little baby steps, right? And so that's how I want you to approach this. So, so I've got a cool invitation for you. 
Ever since the pandemic turned the health and fitness and wellness industry on its collective head, what I'm feeling called to do now is to help health and fitness entrepreneurs build and innovate and grow in their businesses. And I've opened up a brand new community on Facebook and I would love for you to come over and join me there. So if you are a business owner, if you are working on a brand new idea, if you're developing a new product, or if you're feeling called to serve at a higher level within the health and fitness and wellness space in the collective, I want to invite you to come over and join me there. Join me over in my Innovate and Grow for fitness and wellness professionals in the coaching space on Facebook. I would love to have you there. We've got lots of really fun things going on in there. I've got my weekly live show that I do every Wednesday at noon where I give away real informative business tips, the real stuff, folks. This isn't just some cheesy sales strategy. Come over and join me and innovate and grow for fitness and health wellness entrepreneurs on Facebook so that you don't miss any of the action. I will see you there. Having said that, the the two points I really want to dial into today, and if you know me, this is not going to come um, as any surprise to you, is the concept of energy management and the concept of mindset. Okay. Those are two of the five points on my, my personal compass path. Okay. And when you come on retreat with me, what we do is we figure out what your compass points are according to my system. I have set points for everybody. And then depending on where you feel like you need the most work or support or change, those are the points that get the most attention. Okay. And then the result is, is that you have a path that's aligned with not just who you are and where you're going, but what you're doing in your business or your career or your job or your personal life or the things that are really important to you. And that's really where we have the opportunity to really customize it so that it actually works for you. Okay. And, you know, the truth is, is the action steps are always the easy part. You know, we can action ourselves to death every day. We can make a list of 10 things and execute them probably with, you know, we're just in, you know, as human beings, that's what we're programmed to do. What we forget though, are the, the smaller baby steps of being aligned with what those action steps are. You know, and a lot of that is a society we live in. We're, we're, we're driven to just keep going, right? Keep going day to day. Let's move through this. Let's get this done. And when I get to the other side, then I'll look up. Well, that just, that really just doesn't make any sense because, you know, if you're not aligned with where you're going and you just execute a big long to-do list, guess what? At the end of it, you're going to be like, okay, what was that about? Right. And, you know, you may find that, you know, if you're motivated by accomplishment, that maybe that's a lot, you know, maybe that's a good thing. But but still, at the end of the day, it's not going to mean nearly as much to you energy wise if it's not really aligned with who you are. OK, so I just want to leave you with that. Now, what I want to do is share, give you just a little bit of insight into what these two compass points are for me and what they mean for me. So point number one is energy management. Obviously, if you know me, you know, this is a big subject for me. Um, You know, I grew up in a medical family and I have a pretty strong science background. So I've always been, you know, not just intrigued, but really interested in energy management, not just how energy is moved through our bodies, but how we use energy on a daily basis. It's one of the things that I love about being in the health and fitness field. So it makes sense that fitness and activity and movement and all of that is a big part of my compass. But what I've done over the years especially as I've gotten older is, 
is that I still value these things quite a bit. I mean, I, it's every day it's part of my routine that I get some type of activity and I do some kind of workout. Okay. But as I get older, guess what? I can change what that looks like for me. So instead of spending, you know, time in the gym, you know, endless, you know, you know, an hour or so in the gym, what I do now is I spend a lot less time in the gym and I focus a lot more on my day-to-day movement. Now, that's not to say that I still don't get my workouts in because I do, but I'm a lot more intentional about how I spend my time. Because look, here's the thing, you know, who has two or three hours to spend in the gym? And if anyone tells you that you have to spend an hour to two hours in the gym to see results, run, because it's not true. It's what matters is how you spend your time. So for me, you know, as far as energy management goes, one of the ways that I manage energy in my mind and in my body is through movement. And when I do that, not only does my body get a release, it helps me work out stress and tension, but personally, what I find is is that I'm able to come up with a lot of creative ideas ideas for new programs, ideas for a retreat destination, ideas for what to do with a client, ideas for a training, for something to teach to my students. I'll get a lot of that when I move my body. So what that tells me is that energy moves through my body a lot easier when I move my body. When I don't move my body as much, what I notice is that I feel not just lethargic and tired, but I find myself not being as creative. In fact, I can sit down to write and I sort of run into writer's block. You know, I feel like things just don't line up for me as well. And, you know, a lot of that, I think, comes from me being and used to just, you know, being an action taker, you know, most of my life. But, you know, the older I get and as I've grown in my business, what I have learned to realize is, is that less is more. And that you can be much more powerful in how you live and what you do. You don't have to do everything to do that. What matters is how you manage all of that. And for me, what I was noticing is, is that through doing everything is that what I'm finding it, what I found is that the energy would get, not just get blocked in my body, but it would show up in some form of like muscle ache, muscle pain, joint pain, something like that. So I know for me that managing energy is key for me feeling my best. And when I feel my best, I perform my best. I show up much better in the world. I'm much more engaged in conversations with clients and friends, with my husband, with things that we like to do, okay? It really just boils down to that. And when I think about the times in my life when I haven't been as content or when I'm beating up myself wondering why something's not working, it usually boils down to the fact that I'm not managing my energy very well. So I know that about me, that energy management is key. So I do that through movement, through activity, through fueling my body in the best way. I mean, I've always been a, you know, a snacker, if I'm being honest. You know, I, I grew up eating, you know, three regular meals, but I was also a competitive swimmer. So I was used to eating regular, right? Um, in fact, I remember when I would go to morning practice when I was in high school and I would literally take two lunches to school. I would have one after practice and I would have one at lunchtime. And I would even have, keep a couple of snacks in there too, because I'd be right back in the pool after school. Um, So I knew that I needed to fuel my body if I was going to get results. Now, fast forward to now, I'm 54 years old. And for the most part, I still fuel my body consistently throughout the day. But what I've noticed as I've gotten older is that I don't notice the change in my energy as much. In other words, and it's probably largely because as I get older, or as you get older in general, your metabolism changes. You know, it tends to 
slow down some, which makes movement even more important. So if you are you are someone that sits a lot and you're not hungry a whole lot, I'd be willing to bet if you moved your body a little more, you'd notice a change in your hunger, which by the way, is not a bad thing. Okay, it's not a bad thing. What that says is that your body's actually using and managing energy better. So if you're somebody that, well, I'm not really not all that hungry much at all. You know, I might be hungry in the evening. I might be hungry at a, you know any given time of the day. I would really challenge you to look at that. And maybe that's something that we need to fine tune and adjust a little bit. So for me, it's energy management, which is movement, fueling my body, making sure that I get enough water. You know, all of these things. I just find that things are just easier to manage when I do that. That has become a non-negotiable for me, even on days when I'm really tired, if I'm being honest. And I could sleep a little bit longer. I'm an early I'm an early riser. And there are plenty of mornings where I want to hit the snooze button and sleep for an extra hour. But what I also know is that I feel so much better when I get up and say yes to myself. Now, look, if you're not an early riser, I'm not suggesting that you become one. But what I am suggesting is that you look at some way that you can manage your energy throughout the day through some kind of movement. It really is a game changer because our bodies are created to move at the end of the day. Okay, point number two for today is mindset. Now, obviously, if you know me, this comes as no surprise. On my compass path, I tend to put mindset in a category that I call wellness and wisdom. And on the directional compass path that we do, everything is directional related. So wellness and wisdom is considered the W on the compass for me, okay? Now, where this is important for me is a practice I call belief building. It's something that I do just about every day. I have beliefs in my business. I have beliefs in my personal life. I have beliefs for how I view myself and my personal growth and the growth that I'm challenging myself to do, you know, for the next, you know, three to five years as I try to accomplish some business goals that I've set for myself. You know, mindset is kind of a a topic that's thrown around pretty loosely out there. You would think that you could just order it up on Amazon, right? Oh, there's a mindset book. I'm just going to buy that and that'll change everything for me. Here's the thing about mindset. Nothing changes unless you're willing to look at what you believe. Now, you don't have to change everything that you believe to see results. But if there's something that's not working, chances are it's because you believe it's not working, okay? And if you're stuck on a thought like, I can't ever get results, okay, I would challenge you, what do you need to think today in order to see some kind of result, okay? Chances are you would need to feel accomplished or successful at doing something, right? So maybe it's just saying, today, this is what I'm going to do for me. And when you do that, guess what? You've been successful, okay? The problem is, is that we we get used to thinking the same thoughts. So that just feeds more into the story. And look, as human beings, we do not want to be wrong. Okay, we don't. You know, I cannot tell you how many times I hear people say, oh, I know myself. That's just not going to work. Oh, I know myself and I know that I won't stick with it. Well, you're saying that because of something that you've done before in the past. That has The past has no bearing on the future. Okay, the past has can influence the future, no doubt, because it makes you kind of stop and pause. But the past does not dictate what your future is. And if you believe that, then that's a problem. And I would challenge you, that's something we need to look at on your compass path, okay? Maybe instead of trying to look at something that's a really big belief, maybe something that just doesn't quite seem possible for you to wrap your head around, 
maybe we start with something a lot smaller and we work with that. And we take the baby steps, baby steps. It's like my coach calls it, follow the breadcrumbs, right? So we start with the little things and we follow the breadcrumbs, okay? So those are two points on my compass path, energy management and mindset practice. For me, that's belief. So every day what I do is I literally spend a few minutes and write down some things that are on my mind. Now, I don't do this every single morning, but, you know, several mornings a week I do. And what I notice is, is that I try to pick out the thoughts in there that I actually like, the thoughts that I feel like really help me. And those thoughts usually are related to today I'm going to accomplish this. Today I'm the person who does this. Today I am whatever, fill in the blank. And then what I what I usually do is I'll, you know, choose two or three to kind of be my primary thoughts for the day. Look, all a belief is, this is a thought that you've thought so much it seems like a fact. The good news is, is that we can change that with helping you change different thoughts. So think of it like this. When you're in the grocery store, and you're looking for, say, you're on the aisle where there's cereal. Maybe you're a cereal. I'm just making this up, by the way. Okay, first of all, there are 30, some, 30, 40 something different kinds of cereal on the market, right? So think of that as like, if you're wanting to change what you think about something, it's literally like that. You can like go on a shelf and there's a whole bunch of thoughts up there. Okay, I suck at doing this. Today, I feel tired. Today, I'm slow. You know, today, I'm somebody who's a fast action taker. So you get to choose the thought that you want to think. Think of it like you're choosing something to buy, take off the shelf at the grocery store and put in your cart. That's basically what you're doing. Okay, so for me, every day, I align myself with what I'm thinking and believing. It helps me set my intentions for the day, which helps me stay grounded. Okay, grounded in that I am authentically being who I am today. The problem is, is that the majority of people don't do that. They go right into action mode. They go right into just moving forward, doing something. And then they wonder at the end of the day how they got off track. Well, I had all grand intentions of doing this. And guess what? This is where I am. Okay. Well, most of the time, that's just an example of not managing what your intention is and being able to keep that in check. And this is why, look, folks, this is why we need support to do these things. This is why when you come on retreat with me, we come up with a customized plan that you can literally put into practice when you get home. So look, it's not like going in and having a getaway or a vacation and then you come home and you just go right back to what you were doing. Quite the opposite, okay? Your compass path is designed to give you direction for the future. So for me, those are two big points on my compass path that I have to authentically align myself with for me to become who I am supposed to be who I am called to be. And the same can be true for you too. And next week, I'm going to dive into the other three points on my compass path and give you some examples of that too. So I hope you'll follow that. I hope you'll follow me and listen. So if coming on retreat is something that is intriguing for you, please go to my website at www.theallisonk.com and choose the retreat tab at the top right-hand corner. And you'll see where we're going this year. In two weeks, we're going to be in Jamaica. Okay, so if you love to travel spur of the moment and that sounds interesting to you, please reach out to me. We've got two rooms left for that. I'm going to be going to the North Carolina mountains at the end of August, or excuse me, October rather. And then we're going back to Key West in December. Next year in January, we're going to St. Lucia. Okay, and then I'll have the rest of the 2023 calendar probably out within the month. 
So it's definitely something, look, it may not be on your radar right now, but it's definitely something for the future that, you know, if this sounds interesting to you, then that's your brain saying, hey, maybe we need to take a look at this. So I would really invite you to do that and join me. You can come over and join me in my Facebook group, Living Your Ultimate Life Through Fitness and Self-Care. You can find me on Instagram. I am the Allison K on Instagram. You can also find me on LinkedIn as well. So that's what I got for you today. Part one of two parts. So make sure you turn in, tune into next Tuesday for part two, where I reveal the other three pieces of my compass path that helps me live what I consider to be the most authentic life for me. This is Allison Katzkowski with The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. You're one step closer to living your ultimate life. So make it a good one.